0: NPTE Study Cast. Welcome to NPTE Study Cast. We've got Alicia Flock on the line here talking about ALS. Alicia what is it can you describe it briefly for us yes well
1: let's start with what it stands for als is amyotropic lateral sclerosis it is a motor neuron disease that impacts the upper motor neurons and the lower motor neurons which is really important so these individuals are going to have upper motor neuron signs and lower motor neuron signs essentially what happens there is degeneration of the corticospinal tracts the neurons in the motor cortex and the brainstem and within the anterior horn cells in the spinal cord.
0: All right, so that's a lot of anatomy involved. What's the cause? What are we looking at there? Gosh,
1: they're not really sure why it happens to certain folks. They do believe there may be an environmental aspect, genetic aspect, or an autoimmune aspect, which is probably the top three, but there is no current complete understanding of how to disrupt the pathophysiology of it.
0: differential diagnosis. What else could it be?
1: Individuals with ALS, sometimes they'll receive a definitive diagnosis, but oftentimes they are worked up for other conditions that can create similar symptoms, such as multiple sclerosis, other lower motor neuron disorders or genetic disorders. Typically, they use imaging or nerve conduction velocity or EMG testing to try to tease in why is this new onset weakness or change occurring
0: special tests how do you prove it or disprove it what sort of special tests or signs or symptoms
1: ALS is a disease process that's going to create upper motor neuron and lower motor neuron signs so for an official diagnosis needs to both be present and also if you're noticing progression within a region to other regions for example individuals first noticing symptoms of ALS might notice atrophy in one of their hands so in order to have an official diagnosis of ALS this weakness would need to have spread to a different area, for example, atrophy in the other hand or weakness in a lower extremity. This is also a diagnosis of exclusion, so evidence for other diseases would have to be ruled out, and typically that's done with neuroimaging. So from a PT standpoint, what we're looking for is the presence of those upper motor neuron signs, which are things such as hypertonicity or spasticity, hyperreflexia, and or lower motor neuron signs, which is Q-onset muscle atrophy, signs of denervation, so vermicular fasciculations, which is where a denervated muscle will have twitching that you can observe over the skin. Utilizing those tests and measures to identify presence of those would be key for a physical therapist.
0: Treatment examples. Now, what does a physical therapist do about it? Some uh, treatment examples for patients with ALS.
1: With a disease process like ALS, it really depends on how early and what their current level of function is. Early on in the disease progression, you would expect that you would be focused on recovery or maximizing their current function. So keeping them as active as possible for as long as possible. Some interventions focus on prevention. So if they're noticing foot drop For example, you might have some preventative measures to help prevent falls. Then as the disease progresses into middle and late stages, you're sort of shifting gears and not aiming for a ton of recovery or improvement, but you're more focused on compensation or compensatory strategies, allowing them to be introduced to assistive devices or mobility aids that will help optimize their movement and function, as well as additional preventative measures that might change or transition into skin integrity, maintaining an appropriate weight,
0: etc. Here's your example question. A patient or client recently diagnosed with amyotrophic lateral sclerosis is attending their first outpatient physical therapist session. The patient is a recreational runner and reports that their right foot starts to drag near the end of their runs. Which of the below would be the best physical therapist recommendation to address this patient's concerns? And our answers are A, discontinue running due to increased fall risk, B perform 15 seated dorsiflexions daily C perform a power wheelchair seating evaluation or D wear a lightweight carbon fiber ankle foot orthosis on the right foot while running Now we bring Alicia back in Alicia what's the right answer here
1: Good, the answer is D, addressing the right foot drop with a lightweight ankle foot orthosis while running. This answer is correct because it's a nod to maintaining the person's ability to be as active and as functional as possible for as long as possible. So this person was recently diagnosed and this is their first physical therapy session, so you're hoping to keep them as active as possible.
0: And now uh, that's pretty much why A would be the incorrect answer.
1: Yes, I think it's important when working with these individuals, especially early on in the diagnosis, is. To to encourage them to continue their activities, provide them ways to perform either in a modified way or in a safe way so they can continue to stay active. All right, now how about B? B is sort of under addressing the problem. So if someone is a recreational runner and they're able to run most of the run without experiencing foot drop, likely 15 seated dorsiflexion exercises every day is not going to improve their function.
0: Got it. And finally, C.
1: C is overshooting what you may do for them. You may need to perform a power wheelchair seating evaluation later on after the disease progresses more, but this is not going to be something that is recommended for someone that's
0: still running. Good. All right. Well, that's all you need to know for the NPTE regarding ALS or Amyotrophic Lateral Sclerosis. NPTE Study Cast. Brewed by the PT Pinecast.